0: welcome to the Dislove podcast with Vanessa and Chris I'm Vanessa and I'm Chris Johns I'd like to welcome you to show number 34 and for any listeners joining us for the first time our show typically features things that we love at Disney and in each episode we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations from vacation planners to product producers our guests bring Disney magic into your life And for today's special episode, we are going to be talking about our recent trip to Walt Disney World, and we did a little experiment where we stayed at a resort, but just in two different types of rooms. And where did we stay, Chris? Coronado Springs. We did stay at Coronado. And so we're going to talk about... Um, we're, what we saw in those different rooms, we stayed in one of the Grandestino tower rooms. and then we stayed in a standard room at Coronado. So we're going to tell you a little bit about of our experiences at each of those and share with you what our tips might be for that. And as before we get into the show, we as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you take time to leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, whatever platform you may listen on, that helps other people get connected with us and hear the show as well. So again, we're super excited to do, we like to bring these special episodes to you periodically. And we're going to go step by step of what our experience was. So when we, the first night that we were at Disney, we stayed at Grand Destino Tower. And for those of you who have not heard of it before, it is the new tower building that was built attached to Coronado Springs. So it's right next to the conference center in front of where the regular buildings are. We decided to stay there because we had heard great things about it, but we also wanted to experience and see what the tower was like so we could maybe go there for future trips. And at this tower, the rooms are all brand new. What did you think about like when we first walked in the lobby? Oh, it was really
1: nice. You could tell that it was renovated. It, they really put some style into it. it, it, it visually, it was very appealing, I think in reference to other places we've been to, I mean, it does benefit from being brand new, but in terms of styling, I think it definitely sets itself apart from the other resorts.
0: And it has a lot of white, stone when you come in it has metal backdrops where they project lighting we were there closer to Christmas time so there is red and green I would assume that that lighting changes throughout the year now this tower if you're not familiar and I guess Chris probably wouldn't be familiar with this either Correct. (laughs) um, the tower was inspired by the Disney short Destino and this was a collaboration between Walt Disney and Salvador Dali in the 1940s. So it has a mix of Spanish and Mexican kind of Southwest feel. So when you go to check in, first off, we did the online check in, didn't have to worry about it. It was on our phone. It seemed pretty easy that to me. Nice. Yeah, we got to go right to the room. We got a text message, used my phone to unlock it. And then our magic bands were activated. So super easy and nice. And our tower room was beautiful. I mean, I really thought it was a nice room. It had all your standard amenities. There was a refrigerator, coffee, all of that. But it just had a nice, crisp, clean feel. It had a great setup the way the bathroom was set up. There was a toilet in a separate room and then the shower and the two double sinks. But what were your overall impressions about the room, Chris? Oh,
1: I thought it was really nice. The bathroom was very unique. I mean, I think overall, I'm going to be a little more simple when it comes to Disney Lodging because you're not there to spend the night. Um, but if you had the ability and interest, I think it would be definitely a nice place to stay. Um, but the new building was very sharp,
0: yeah, and one of the things that I found was nice is that there was it seemed like the layout was a little bit more functional. We did have a king bedroom, and it was just nice. Layout in terms of where the sofa bed was and some of those sorts of things. Now, there's not a lot of Disney touches in the room. I did find a couple hidden Mickeys, but most of the room is just kind of your standard. It really looked like you could have picked it out of like a Hilton or something like that.
1: Correct. I mean, yeah. it's an upscale room. I, yes. you know, past the Mickey print. On the wallpaper, there really was nothing that said Walt Disney World
0: right. So it's a you can tell that they're trying to go for that corporate clientele, but really, they have a nice elevator system. We had no problems getting into the room. I think the only downside there was a couple of downsides I saw. Number one, the shower is great, but the shower is attached to the area with the two sinks. And if you had a family, it's a clear glass shower. I don't know, we maybe have more privacy in my family, but you couldn't have somebody taking a shower and getting ready unless you were comfortable with that person because it's a glass shower. And I think the only other downside I found is that in the morning, we didn't get up super early, but you could hear quite a bit of hallway noise. You didn't hear people from the other rooms, but I did notice some hallway noise and I don't know if it's a flooring or what, but those were kind of the only two downsides I saw. Did you notice anything that was a little bit on the downside for you?
1: I, I think that just the rooms, the walls are relatively thin. I think you could hear people just being active. And mm-hmm. if there was a, a family with a maybe a small child who was having an issue or a louder TV, you would definitely hear it.
0: Yes, um, for sure.
1: But, you know, again, I use our paradigm is We go like the night we were there. You know, usually active very late, Mm
0: -hmm. and so we
1: get in probably no earlier than eleven thirty midnight. Yeah, and in bed by one. And at that point, unless it's an extremely loud noise, you're gonna go to bed. Right. Um, But overall, I thought it was a very nice room.
0: And I think too, you could just tell like the bed was really comfortable. Towels were nice, all of that sort of thing. So some nice things that you don't necessarily see at a moderate, I felt like you could see there. And we did have dinner at Toledo's, um, at the Tapas, Steak, and Seafood Bar, or Restaurant and Bar upstairs. And I thought the food was good. But what did you think? I think there was kind of one major downside to the food.
1: Just the portions were very small. Yes, Uh, yes. It's not a place. I mean, is it good for an anniversary? Yes. But if you have been walking in the park and you want a meal it's not the place to go. If you're there on a business meeting or just a sure. casual event at Disney, it's not bad. But um, it, there was not a lot. I, let me say this. for <laughs> The price you pay and what shows up in your plate are two different things.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because we had quite a hefty bill. We weren't on the dining plan this trip. And you notice the actual dollar for dollar costs on the different food items. and. Although I would say, like Chris mentioned, for a special anniversary, something it's beautiful. You walk right out, we saw parts of Hollywood Studios. We could see Spaceship Earth off in the patio from the bar area. So it's very nice ambiance. We weren't super full from it. Um, but that's some things that to keep in mind. When you leave the tower and go over to the other side, that's where you have some of the other food options. You have the sports bar grill. You have just the overall food court, the Mercada. Um, there's lots at Mercado. There's a lots of different options on the other side of the resort. Now, here's the downside. We checked into Coronado Springs, just a regular room, the next day. And I personally found it a little confusing. Chris had left to do some errands, and I went to the building that is the normal Coronado building, and there's just lines of empty computers. Supposedly, Disney's going to be doing something with that lobby area. But as of right now, the guests for the regular Coronado buildings, which can be quite a hike, have to go to the tower, Grandestino Tower, to check in. I found that people, you could tell, were confused by it. I had been there already because we had been at the tower and I didn't realize the check-in was the same. So keep that in mind if you are going to be traveling and you're checking into a regular Coronado Springs room, go to the tower first. So you be prepared if you have a lot of luggage with you, you're going to have quite a hike to your room because we were in one of the casitas and it was. I should have had my step counter on, but I walked quite a bit a distance. Now with a regular Coronado room, you're seeing... All of those rooms are revamped and completely remodeled, so that's really nice. I would put them on par with some of the rooms that you see. In terms of the actual storage, it was very similar to Pop Century and what they're doing in some of the new rooms, so lots of good storage The price difference though what you're going to see here is the pricing is about $50 more give or take depending on what day of the week, season, etc. to stay in the tower versus one of the other buildings. The other buildings though if you're going to be eating a lot of quick service or want to be closer to the pools you definitely want a standard Coronado room. Um, In terms of getting to the food court all of that stuff much easier access than when you're in the tower. The tower you're going to go to the restaurant or the bar lounge that's on the first floor floor you're not really going to have those food options that you have at the other side now these buildings have outdoor entrances unlike the tower of course has indoor entrances and what was your overall impression of the room at Coronado there's just a regular Coronado it's pretty
1: basic I my mother stayed at Pop Century last year Mm -hmm. and the setup was almost the same I mean in regards to just the way the rooms are set up the flooring if you if you're going to stay in that room, you might as well just stay at Pop Century. I, I just don't see... Yeah, I
0: didn't see a big change. You know,
1: to spend 100 plus more dollars a night for Coronado versus Pop Century, there's, in my opinion, virtually no difference. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to what we've led with this was you're not going there to spend the night at Coronado or right. the Grand Testino. So I think the big thing is the, the room itself, um, are you closer to the parks? I don't know. But for me, the room was very basic. I mean, it, yes. it was the bed was comfortable, but in regards to the grand scheme of things, you could close your eyes and not know what really what resort you're in. I mean, because there's yeah. really no landscaping. Mm-hmm. It's there's no. I mean, the theme is relatively tame. It's a light brown, a desert brown. Yes. Past that, unlike you know, Port Orleans, where it's like there's a real ambiance to it. This is. A, a pretty basic hotel room.
0: Now I could see where there are talks where they're going to maybe eventually bring the Skyliner there. That might add an advantage. But if somebody was like, "Oh, are you going to stay at Coronado again?" a regular room, I would. My answer would probably be no. What do you think?
1: Correct. I just between the both rooms, you know, we're not necessarily in it for the the real fancy room. So I mean, yes, Grand Testino is maybe a nice one night on your stay at the beginning or the end. And then the other one that we had in Coronado Springs, I would pass. I mean, between staying at Port Orleans or or Pop Century, uh, Port Orleans has just much more Mm ambiance. Same thing with kind of Saratoga Saratoga Springs. You know you're somewhere different. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, if you're just budget conscious, Pop Century and then do a a lift from there to the the park, Mm -hmm. that makes all the difference.
0: And one thing I do agree with Chris on, it: the room is so standard. There was more Disney touches and hidden Mickeys in Grand Destino Tower. There was two Disney pictures on the wall. That was really all I saw at the standard Coronado room. I even looked. They had similar doors that would close off the bathroom in the dressing area. And at the one in Grand Destino Tower, there was a hidden Mickey. Nothing on the one at Coronado Springs because I even went out of my way to check that. There is a $50 difference, as I said, give or take, depending on the time of year. But if given the choice, like Chris mentioned, I would not go back to Coronado. I would, however. I thought the tower was nice. You got It had some nice special features that you don't see typically see in a moderate. It felt a little bit more upscale to me than some of the other moderates that we stayed at. And like Chris mentioned, for a special trip, I think adults more than kids. The lobby area is beautiful. They do have some nice things. So I would lean towards that Grandestino Tower if I was going to stay at one of those.
1: I think the other side too is like, you know, having spent a, a night in Pop Century, they, Disney has kind of brought up the budget. Mm-hmm. Just the styling and just the interior where the the. The TVs are large. The bed is comfortable. The lighting and the bathroom. So I think they're making it harder on the moderates because when you if you stay at a budget and then at a moderate, there is a, definitely a price difference. Mm-hmm. But in terms of a styling and an amenities difference, it's very it's a hard struggle. And again, I'll go back to it. You don't go to Disney to sit in a hotel room. It's one of <laughs> yeah, those things true. where you know you're out in the park. Now again, to me, if it was up to me, I'll go say it again. Going to a budget, putting my seven, eight, nine dollars into a lift on the way back or even, you know, figuring that in. But I think you'd come out ahead with a budget just because they've made the budget so nice.
0: Yes. And the so looking at the value versus the moderate, this moderate with Coronado, I would take off your list if you're looking at it. But the tower is fun, especially if you had an adults-only trip. I think adults would enjoy that if you were going for a special event or something. So it was a good comparison to stay back-to-back to to those because it really opened your eyes. In terms of standard amenities, though, bed refrigerator, all of those types of things, it's pretty much the same. There are a little bit more Mickey touches in the tower and just the lobby area. In there. I mean, I know it technically shares the lobby with Coronado, but you're not going to be spending a lot of time if you're in one of the buildings quite far back at Coronado. So I would suggest take advantage of staying at the tower if you have that opportunity. And I'll share pictures with all of you from the different parts of the resort so you can see. And as Chris mentioned, the sound is probably the only downside I saw at the tower. So if you are a light sleeper and you like to get up, sleep in a little bit, you might have some problems there. We were closer to the elevator, which could have attributed to that. But overall, I would say Coronado did not win us over as a new resort, but I would give Grand destino Tower a shot again is my overall thought. I agree. (laughs) And so those are, we have some other special episodes that we'll be bringing to you about some things that we've encountered on our trip. We're actually recording this while we're on the Disney Cruise Line. So we're excited to share some new things coming up with you. We'll have our normal Wisdom from Walt and our Disney Trivia coming up here in just a minute. So Chris, what sort of trivia do you have for us today? Well,
1: it's related to pirates. Okay. And... Because we recently went to both the Pirates of the Caribbean ride Mm
0: -hmm. at
1: Walt Disney World, and then we're also on a Disney cruise when in a previous night the theme was pirates. So what kind of animal is on Captain Barbossa's ring?
0: Wow, I didn't even know there was some significance with his ring. Um, Let me take a guess. I will say...
1: And I'll give you a couple of guesses because this is tough. A whale. No, this animal is on land.
0: Oh, um...
1: And it's ferocious. A lion. One more. You're in the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> uh, tiger.
1: No, I'm f- you've okay. run out of chances. Okay. A bear.
0: A bear, wow. Yeah,
1: our friends on the internet said that Captain Barbosa has an emblem of a, ri- a bear on his ring. Hmm,
0: very interesting. I d- who knew? I guess I don't pay attention enough to those little details. So all of those little details that we talked about with Grandestino Tower and some of the things at the resort really reminded me of some of the just Unique things that Walt would have that really could help you be motivated and to do some great things. And this week's quote is When you believe in a thing, believe in it all the way, implicitly and unquestionably. So I think that's a great quote based on just looking at all the immersive things that Disney does, not only at some of the resorts that we were looking at, but just across the parks and across the resort areas and around the globe. So thank you so much for joining us with this episode of the Dislove Podcast. With Vanessa and Chris, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris.
1: This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.